Welcome to the Association 4.0 podcast, your association's no-fluff playbook to navigating and thriving in Industry 4.0 or the digital marketplace. Each week, we bring expert insights to help you and your association stay ahead of the curve. Hello, my name is Sherry Budziak, and I'm the host of the Association 4.0 podcast. I am also co-founder of .org Community and founder and CEO of .org Source, a consultancy to associations. Today, my guest is Maddie Rubenstein. Maddie is the founder of Aspeclaria, an association executive advisory firm, which he started about 15 years ago. For most of the time, he has been an interim strategy partner to many senior executives across IEEE, the Institute for Electronic and Electrical Engineers. For those of you that don't know, IEEE is one of the largest professional associations, generating almost a half a billion dollars annually, has almost a half a million members and over a thousand staff. He has an enviable portfolio of strategic engagements under his belt, ranging from non-dues revenue opportunities to organizational transformations next generation membership to online education. As well as his strategy portfolio, Maddie has been delivering tactical engagements across IEEE and other organizations, coaching executives, framing issues, creating solutions, and leading teams. Welcome, Maddie. I know this is gonna be an exciting conversation. Your extensive relationship with IEEE is such an impressive organization. It sounds fascinating to work for an association that boasts Thomas Edison and Alexander Graham Bell as early members. So welcome, Maddie. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, Sherry. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. So Maddie, tell us about IEEE, your company, and your professional journey. Um, I was always one of those kids that used to take stuff apart, and uh, that was really my entry into engineering, and uh, somehow that translated itself into an electronic and electrical engineering degree from Manchester. And from there, um, I took a 15-year relationship with uh, Hewlett-Packard, who's another industry behemoth. Uh, I, I like to work for, for the big companies at the top. Um, and, and I had just great opportunities there. I started off in a sales position, customer-facing, problem-solving. I then went on into a consulting position. I then uh, went into an education position. And uh, from there, I went into a project management position. Um, it, it already sounds like I'm queuing myself up for all of the all the parts of, a, 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 of an association management uh, career. So on the way, uh, I ended up in uh, HP's uh, project management office. And uh, from there, I became a senior business analyst for a, for a digital transformation company that was later acquired by EMC, uh, another, another industry leader. Um, and one of my colleagues from there um, took over a project management office at IEEE, and he brought me in uh, to create the back-end system for uh, a very small division of IEEE that looked after meetings and conferences, you know, a small one that looked after about $140 million worth of uh, of conferences again i'd fallen into another industry behemoth and uh and yeah. uh, i thought that everybody was this size um one of the things that that happened during that that uh, engagement was i actually got to interface with almost the whole of ieee 
every function I was in touch with. And uh, as my later mentor later said to me, he said, you know, anything that happens in the association industry uh, in the next 25 years, you've already seen it in IEEE. That's how big IEEE is. And uh, I had the opportunity to then uh, move into solving IEEE problems rather than, uh, rather than uh, technical problems. And it led me through all of this journey of another 13 years across another 13 to 15 executives. And I was solving real problems, non-Jews revenue before it was called non-Jews revenue. Um, I was working uh, a, an education portfolio, uh, which included an online university. I, I dealt with my first AI uh, project probably 10 years ago using Watson. That's how, oh, that's yeah. how long ago I did. Yeah. And uh, it, it was it, just fantastic opportunities um, to 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 be ready, you know, and it, it stayed with me, and and now I find myself to be uh, establishing myself as a as a leader in the industry, and uh, it's a really exciting time. But there's a lot of thanks to a lot of hard work by a lot of people who who brought me to this point. Yeah, that's amazing, and it is an association, especially of course one that large, to get exposure to so many things, um, oh. and so that'll make you. Makes you a great consultant now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, somebody, somebody actually accused me of being spoiled for having <laughs> such an opportunity when uh, she was uh, she was managing three different uh, associations and uh, and and uh, with with, the, with 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 her background. So you know, I, I recognize from from what people say that you know it was just an amazing opportunity. Yeah, that's great. So tell me a little bit about how you came up with your company name. It, it intrigued me. Give me a little bit of background about how that came about. So, uh, yeah, the name Aspaclaria, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a Talmudic uh, Aramaic term that uh, describes a round piece of glass. And sometimes that piece of glass is reflective, what we call a mirror, and sometimes it's a lens. And I think that really describes not only uh, my, my own personal growth of balancing the uh, what's going on inside to what's needed outside, but also it became a founding tenet of uh, Aspect Claria, which is, uh, I think a lot of people, when they think about uh, what they're going to do next, they look out to the market and they say, uh, oh, that's what the market needs, that's what the market needs, and we'll go and do it. Um, but but really, something that's always lived with me and lived with Aspect Claria is, is you can't just do anything. You have to be grounded in reality. You have to be grounded in what you're good at. At least at least what you have a semblance of being good at. You may be able to perfect it. You may be able to adapt it. But really, deep inward knowledge of what you can do and what that can lead to before you go outside and say what I want to become. And that's Aspect Claria. That's, that's the, the, dual, the dual nature of a, of a mirror to look inwards. And a lens to look outwards. So that that's that, that's the background to Aspect Claria and its name and me as a human being. I love that. I love that. Um, so, Maddie, as somebody that is really in tune with engineering and technology, what challenges and opportunities do you see for associations on the horizon? So, uh, I don't think it's any secret that associations have uh, been hit hard by technology. Um, you know, we, 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 we're from a background of bringing people together, educating them, informing them. 
um, helping them to, to launch their thoughts into the world, uh, launch their inventions. And uh, I don't think it's any, any, any secret that the internet and social media has is, uh, is, 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 is wrestled that away from the association space. Um, so with that comes a question, question of what's membership and its place in this millennium. Um, you know, although associations are, you know, the, the, the in-person meetings are, are they, they're growing again. That's great. And it looks like that's a core business that's not going to be affected, even though we thought COVID might put a nail in that coffin, but I don't think it's true, uh, at least not for a while. Uh, and certainly despite, uh, how wonderful uh, uh, the, the new uh, mixed reality uh, headset is from Apple. I'm not sure that we're ready to climb in that to have meetings. But uh, yeah. I think altogether, um, in terms of everything, um, uh, although I think uh, the engineering and technology is, is, is part of the answer, I think it's also part of something that's forced us to once again revisit that question, which is, as an association, what's our unique value proposition? Not trying to keep up with what you can do on, on another platform, not trying to be better than what's on another platform, but what is it that we've got that they ain't? And that's, I think, that's that's my biggest issue today, um, is, is associations. What is the association it? Yeah. It, uh, yeah. And you bring up a good point. It's interesting. Um, I don't think I've told you this yet, but my daughter, uh, she's she's 22. She just graduated from college. She's going to go work for an association. Um, and her background's in marketing. And of course, I made her join the American Marketing Association because that's what you do, right? Right. right. <laughs> um, she's like, what do I do with this? And I was like, but they they understand the need for that commonality and, and education and, and group of kind of like-minded, you know, trying to do similar things. Um, but it's just kind of interesting to watch her journey. Cause as you said, like, what is, she is thinking about the value and going to this other organization and wanting to work for them. She's thinking about their philanthropy and the good that they're doing in the world. And that's why she wants to belong to that. So that whole, I think, sense of belonging, regardless of technology too, is really important. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting journey. It kind of reminded me too, Betty, that back, you know, we both went through that whole, you know, Y2K and everything needed to, you know, was going to like explode and the end of the world, yeah. the end of the world and association is going to be irrelevant. You know, I'm, we're still hanging on there. Right. <laughs> We are. On. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, I think something you 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 mentioned quickly, but uh, purpose, mission, passion, that's something that yeah. doesn't exist out in the in, in the for profit world. That's yeah. something that is uniquely association and uh, uh, philanthropy is an offshoot of that. But I, I think that's something else that that that, that labels as, as, as a secret special power of the association space that we shouldn't forget. Yeah. yeah. I think we do a lot of times. Um, so a different question, like what do you think leaders should do to prepare to take advantage of events? So I think when you've had a winning formula for over a hundred years, um, and I, I think you, uh, 
you, 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 you cast off all your vestigial organs, you know, things that you're not using anymore. And everything becomes totally uh, focused on, on what you do, which in our world is membership, conferencing, publications, you know. So what else can we do? Uh, I, I, well, I don't know. I, I, I've never really thought about it because over the last hundred years, I, I've just really focused and cut down and, 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 and that's all, I've, all I can do. And uh, it, it, I think it's very hard for associations to try and think or see any other way than the way we do it now. And I think also um, in terms of the silos, I mean, you know, anybody who's been involved in consulting in, in, uh, in the association space, um, the silos are, are, are our strength and our weakness. You know, those, uh, you know we, we, we run side by side independent businesses and, that, and that's what we do. You know, membership yeah. owns the member, conferences owns the conference, publications yeah. own the publication. And uh, <clears throat> I think that could be um, what's got us here, <clears throat> but I'm not really sure it's going to get us much further. Um, I think, you know, you're seeing companies who are household names uh, just disappear. Uh, car companies, whoever imagined a car company would would close? You know, Saab, whoever thought Saab would close? I mean, I grew up with Saabs. There were That's desirable right. cars, and they're gone. And and, and I'm not talking about DeLorean. That's a different question. You know, that's a, <laughs> that's a smaller company. But I'm talking about household names are going to disappear. <clears throat> Look out on the street today, and, and there's Chinese car companies. Who the heck ever heard of a Chinese car company? And they're out there, and they're doing well. You know, And I, I think that the difference with associations is we're talking about people, and we're talking about their needs and their desires. And, and I mentioned the passion before, this super potent focus. And what is it? They want to change the world. They want to do good. Now, either that comes from refining ourselves as engineers, sharing ideas, and so on and so forth. But I think we've come to a point now where um, the differentiator for, for, for an association is no longer going to be... Um, its member benefits and its member services. I think it's going to be um, more about its um, its purpose, its mission. Uh, and why do I say that? Because look look at uh, look at what's going on in uh, in the for profit world. Who would ever have imagined companies would go to bat uh, around social issues? And we're seeing it. We're seeing Target. Yeah. We're seeing uh, uh, Budweiser. And I'm, I'm not I'm not going to discuss the issue, but you know the fact that these companies are going to bat over issues, and you know taking losses or whatever it might be, changing plans. Um, isn't that associations mojo? Isn't that what we're supposed to be doing? Isn't that our world? You know, we feel I feel like the the, the for profit worlds wrestled away. Um, the the single most important part of associations and that's changing that the interesting. world and mission yeah. yeah so that's that's what we need to keep a, that's what we need to keep an eye on yeah yeah it is interesting um you're right so let me a- ask you um do you have thoughts on tactics and tools that leaders can use to navigate disruption i gave you i gave those away earlier yeah, <laughs> uh, they're tied up in my name. Internal knowledge, deep internal knowledge of what I can do and what I can't do, and a, a, a knowledge of the problems, big 
problems, not little problems, big problems, nexus problems, members, public, industry, government, big problems that, that associations can marshal together all of the resources, play the safe havens. You know, uh, uh, ever, uh, do you ever stop to think about why um, you can have a stand? There's, there's a question around standards. Um, how can you have all these competing companies sitting around a table um, agreeing on something? It's anti-competitive. But that's exactly what the joy and the that you get from owning a, a standards organization is you can bring people together outside uh, of the worries of anti-competitive behavior. There's rules, but standards organizations can take a role to bring together Apple, Alphabet, and Meta at the same table with government to solve a big, big problem. The industry can't do itself, you know? Uh, Meta can't go and knock on Alphabet's door and say, can we talk about this? They'd be, they'd be in court tomorrow. So standards organizations are a phenomenal opportunity. Um, we have, uh, we, we, we have uh, the, the, the fact that um, if, you, if you think about, if you think about the, the model of, uh, of an association, it's like a bicycle wheel. In the middle, you've got an association, the spokes of the members, and around the outside are all of the, all of the industries and, and environments that they, that they, they all exist in. And, and I think, you know, the first last hundred years, we've been worrying about, about the spokes, you know, how can the members get the most? But now I think it's a question of is, how can we bring through our members how can we bring these these industry issues to the table, and 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 we're at the center of it. Associations are at the center of this, and um and and I think I think that's that's really um the the, the outward looking, the outward outward looking question. Now you know how, how how you do those things in detail. Obviously that's a, that's a bigger question, and 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 that's I think something that the the larger the ASAEs of this world, the ESAEs of this world. Um, I, I see them as marshals of playbooks um, and 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 advisory for 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 other people who have broken the mold and 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 forged new ways of working to share how they've done things because that's another amazing thing about the association space is the sharing that goes on because it's it's absolutely unique because yeah. the the you know the 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 the, the civil engineers can can share. With 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 a healthcare company, you know why? Because they're not competing, right? But they still need to, and, and that's there's the the amount of 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 uh, of, of support. Um, even you know, as a consultant, I've been you know trying to trying to find uh, 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 commonality and 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 talking to people. Everyone talks to everybody. There's no secrets. Yeah. Nobody's like, I can't tell you that. That's that's how I run my company. Yeah. It's like people give it to you on a plate. Yeah. And, and that's phenomenal. And that's that's another thing that we have. So bringing that all together, navigating the disruption is know yourself, know what's going on outside and do something about it. So you talked about, you know, we have a hundred year old model and associations. What, do you, what would you like to see top association leaders do differently? Anybody who knows me, <laughs> like, he's going to say membership. He's going to say membership. Um <laughs> I asked a question on LinkedIn the other day. I said, um, even I, you know, 
yeah, you know, on the introduction, you said, you know, I, 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 IEEE, it's a half a million dollar organization. It's got half a million members. What's half a million members mean? What's it mean? Is it something to do with revenue? Is it something to do with gravitas? Is it something to do with, uh, I, I don't know. I, and, and I really, it, it obviously means something. But in and of itself, it's not a measure of anything in particular. It doesn't measure our reach. It doesn't measure our revenue. It doesn't measure anything. So, so the question is, is why do we spend so much money? It's the most expensive product to sell. <laughs> small, small B to C. And yeah. when did I learn this? I learned this in I learned this in, in, in HP many years ago. Um, there was an eight billion dollar company inside the forty eight billion dollar company that was the original HP that made this test equipment uh, that was originally made by uh, uh, Bill and Dave, uh, Hewlett and Packard. They made a, a device for uh, separating the stereo tracks on Fantasia. It needed a very high quality thing and they made it in the, in, in the famous garage. And um, they, they then all the other stuff that, uh, that, 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 that was uh, in, the, in, the, in the HPE portfolio was pretty much all spun off from what they discovered from the stuff they were selling to the test people. They, what is this? What are we testing? This computers? What are they? You know, and, and suddenly they became computer company, and then they became a printer ink company, and 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 so on and so forth. Now, when they spun off this company, everyone was like, "Why are they doing this? Why are they doing this?" And 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 we found out that a consultant had come in and said, "Well, let's look at the, the, let's look at look at the business models." So if you look at the business model of Agilent. That was what was spun off into Agilent. It was very low volumes, a very high priced, very, um, very uh, uh, customized instruments that made a lot of profits. And what was the rest of HP? The rest of HP was pilot high, sell it cheap. Printers, uh, scanners. and. and it, it, it was boxed. They said, how can two companies like this live together? And it was a very big eye opener to me because I never really understood, you know, uh, much about business models before that. And suddenly I realized, you know, inside the association industry, you know, we've got an opportunity. We could, we could partner with industry and do larger size transactions and become much more important to them. What could we do? Uh, we could do data collection. We could do uh, testing. We could do all sorts of things that industry can't do on its own and generate large amounts of money in very few transactions. But, but what's the opposite? The opposite is membership. Extremely expensive to sell, at very low profits. Mm -hmm. and, and, and really, you know, if you, look at, if you look at the larger organizations, people are moving away from it as a source of revenue because it's so unpredictable. So... <laughs> I think people still mix up engagement and revenue generation. And where do they mix it up? In membership. And, and I think, we, I think we've, we've just got to stop doing this. It's, uh, yeah. Engagement is about volunteers. It's about passion. It's about getting things done. These are hugely valuable resources. Revenue generation is about making money. The two have nothing to do with one another. That's what yeah. I want the associations to stop doing. That's great. There's a quote for the day. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about association business models changing. So, but, so what do you think this, you know, in our new environment um, of the world, like how do you see association business models changing? 
Um, again, I think I've become uh, a bit predictable in my uh, in my young age because <laughs> because the audience is shouting he's going to say industry he's going yeah. to say industry <laughs> and then we talked about this a little while ago um you told me how um how you know you worked on a on on a uh on a conference and they kept the industry people away from the members yeah you know, as, if, as if they were you know bad for each other exactly you know, I, i've seen uh i i've been told uh, uh friends told me that uh they were working on a project with uh uh, with people at, at, at an association and, and they started talking about industry and, and someone turned around and goes, you're going to the dark side? <laughs> you know, it's like, hang on a second. How, how can we, how, how did we get into this situation? How did we, how did we get into this situation of calling them the dark side? Uh, you know, and, and also, you know, what is our unhealthy relationship with industry um, that, that, that involves, you know, a hat, you know, because basically all we do is we go there and we, we try and get philanthropy. Will you sponsor this? Will you sponsor yeah. that? Give us some money for this. Give us some money for that. And like, as I said, you know, we're the center of the world in terms of people and industries in our chosen areas, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, whether it be um, radiology in healthcare or, or civil engineering, it doesn't matter. We're in the middle and we know and we're connected with all of the players and all of the stakeholders, and we know the industries because our members work in them. Well, why don't we take an, a, a real seat at the table? As I said before, start treating, uh, start treating industry as a as a partner that that values us, and we can bring value to, and and we can and we can reap the rewards. And that that's my uh, that's my that's that's my soapbox. <laughs> So, um, so what exactly do you think that, you know, vendors, partners can play in association success? I mean, um, and I guess, how do you think that associations, can you talk a little bit more about what you think, how they need to change? Well, yeah, I mean, it's all, what do vendors and partners play? I mean, well, you know, I, 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 uh, I I was very blessed to, uh, to have have met some uh, people who are working in M&A. Uh, mergers and acquisitions and you know they they I, I was trying to move into that area many many years ago uh, and got grilled during uh during an interview and I learned a lot during this interview it's terrific um I didn't get the job but I learned a lot and it was um it, it's quite simple um if you if you've done this deep dive and look into yourself and you've come up with this is what I'm good at this is what I'm bad at and this is what I'm kind of in the middle um and I want to go after some an opportunity well what do I need to be good at? And what do I need to be good at? So there's going to be a difference. And that gap analysis should reveal um, what you, you know, what, where you need to grow. Well, there's two ways to grow. Build it or buy it. And I think um, in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, some, somebody actually said it to me uh, a couple of days ago, um, associations are platforms. Uh, we think of platforms as being technology things, but what's a platform? A platform is something that people to get up on and to and and, and to shine, and, and and that's what associations have been doing for years, as 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 human platforms. And I think all that's changing is is that we now are moving into a more technology focused world. 
we've got our iPhones, we've got uh, we've got our computers, we've got our tablets, watches, uh, <laughs> everything, our cars. Uh, and the question is, is, you know, well, what do, what role do I play and what platforms do I need? And I, I think that there's a huge number of very, very capable, very, very smart um, people that have come from the association space, recognizing there's a problem and who have now become not the dark side, but mm-hmm. those people who are going to enable us to buy in scale and and, and at, a, at a reasonable price um to become what we need to be for 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 for, for to, to to pursue our own missions so I, I see vendors and partners playing a huge role because there's so much change that's going to be going yeah. on that we we just don't we don't have that skill that's not part of our skill yeah. set and that's okay yeah we need them as i always yeah. said we always tell people we're like why are you trying to do this by yourself like you don't want to be you're not a dev shop or, you know, you don't have to build it. There's people out there that, that are, um, you know, but let me, so I guess top of mind, or at least for a lot of people right now is the whole discussion around AI. So AI, you feel, oh my gosh, yeah, the, I end know. Of the world, the I end know. of the world. Well, Again, another end of the world. So do you think <laughs> it's going to impact your career? AI? Is it going to? Too late. Already has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, I showed my wife how to use chat GPT the, uh, a few, a few months ago, just, just showed her, you know, I, I picked it up and I, I, I'd learned how to ask, ask a question mm-hmm. and get like, you know, a, a 10 page, a, t- a 10 step outline for a report. I was like, Oh my gosh. And, mm-hmm. and, and I showed it to my, wife. she goes, you just got that from asking that question. I'm like, yeah. She goes, what else could I do with it? She's like, I said, well, you can, you can ask it to edit the document that you've got in front of you. <laughs> Um, to be like uh, a, a newspaper article. She goes, really? And she does that with everything now. She, everything is going through this filter. You know, it, it's like, it's just free, free. It's a, And people are like, you know, oh, but but everyone's going to lose their jobs. It's like, my, my wife never had anybody doing that job for her. This is yeah, just right. new stuff that you can do, right? It's And, and I think that's also what we're going to see in, in in associations, it's 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 not a question of oh you're taking my job away. It's like no, it's, it's new stuff. This is unbelievable. We never we you know no no organization, despite its size, is able to take a a, a PowerPoint deck and suddenly produce a podcast, a video, um, a a a a, um, a, a post for their blog, a post for LinkedIn a tweet, uh, all of that, boom, done. That's AI. AI is all, that's what AI is about. It's all about stuff that I couldn't do yeah. and I now can do. And yeah, you're right. There's going to be some people who are going to be, uh, who are going to be uh, doing jobs that, that can, um, that, that, that can be, can be done with that. But, but nobody trusts the output of AI yet. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put my name to any AI AI generated stuff without going through it with a fine tooth comb. And also right. AI is all about prompts and asking questions. And you're always going to need people who know how to do that. Right. So, you know, don't you just have to transform yourself from, well, you know what? This job can be done by AI. Okay. Well, how does AI do it? Now, you think your boss knows how that works? No. So become become essential you know, charts, you know, AI is in its infancy. So, you know, you can tell them, yeah, yeah, you're right. It can do this, 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 and that, but it doesn't do it very well. 
oh, you know all about this? Yeah, okay, fine. So I become reliant on you. And the people that are going to learn to live with AI and use it as a tool, it's like, you know, you're right. There's going to, there's a bunch of people out there who are sitting on typewriters going, what the heck happened with computers? And, you know, <laughs> I can sit on typewriters, fine. But it's an evolution. I don't think it's a revolution. I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, just myself, like you're trying to like brainstorm something. And so I'm like, okay, go, you know, put this in chat GPT. And then I'm like, oh yeah, now I can, you know, now I've, instead of spending an hour thinking about that, I've chat GPT did it for me in five minutes. Now I can take it from there. Right. Like there's, there's, there is that, there's still that real human component as well as it's not going to give you exactly what you need, but it, it's kind of this head start, but it's interesting because I'm seeing people are already starting to figure out like, what are the policies and procedures that we need to around, you know, AI? And I'm like, oh, you guys well, don't even know what that is yet. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're not that, even that, using that, it. I, you're not even <laughs> using it. So, so, so somebody, uh, so one of the things that I scratched my head about was, you know, in, in terms of associations, you know, the, I, I, embracing AI, um, you know, people are like, well, oh, well, th that means that I just have to put all of the publications that I've had from AI into the, uh, sorry, all the publications that I've produced and all the papers that have been produced by my members, uh, my expert members for the last 20 years, and I put them into the AI, and I go, AI, do their job. And it's like, it's yeah. not going to happen. So that's expert it's networks. Still, that's not, it's still that's not, not, that's the not easy generative button. AI. Yeah, it's still not the easy button everybody has been waiting for, but, right? But, <laughs> but, but the point is, is that Everybody thinks, well, uh, what what do association do? We do we do content. It's like, yeah, you don't do marketing content like the vacuous stuff that goes on on Facebook to try and sell a can of Coke. Uh, you know, I'm talking about I'm talking about the real deep invention and stuff uh, and 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 thought leadership. That's that's associations. That's the front center of a of, of, of associations, and it will always will be. And I asked a question to somebody about three months ago, and I said, what sort of expert is going to allow their expertise to be put into a machine that replaces them? And what are we seeing? We're seeing the people whose stuff was taken to train the AIs are coming back and suing. They're saying, you don't have the right. You don't have the right to take my invention, my creation, and use it to train your machine so that you can replace me. We're already seeing, so we're all, we're we're still seeing it. You know, we're seeing it today, which is you know we have we don't even know what questions to ask about AI. You know, it's like well, you know, suddenly you can't train it because nobody's allowing you to use their stuff to train it. So you know, well, where's AI going to go? And and a colleague of mine suggests that that's another opportunity for associations is they own a lot of the stuff to train generative AIs and they'll start their own generative AI. Mm -hmm. And 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 that's their, and that'll be their world because you can't take our papers and, and train your, your AI with it because it's ours. So it, it, it reminds me, it reminds me of way back when, um, you know, the whole idea of uh, every, every house would have a server in the front of it um, mm -hmm. for the internet. And that, completely changed and, and and we had to change the whole model of it but it's like i see ai's being specialized because you can't train and, and i think that's it, it's a legal thing that we're going to see come up 
um, which is you can't take my expert stuff and then give away what you 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 can say is similar to it. I, I'm not going to allow you to. And and Maddie, this you know, this whole conversation. I was just thinking about something that just all just came together for me. You know, you were talking about um, vendors and collaboration and and um, and working with you know those types of partners. I was just talking with um, and creating you know collaboratives. I was just talking to a vendor the other day that has this idea to your point about um, getting a few associations together to create its own AI platform with its own content um, in some sort of collaborative. Um, so Absolutely. again, it was kind of his, but I think that, and, and you and I have, have lived through this, through our careers and our journey, but looking at like, what is the opportunity and what could be instead of the reverse of, um, you know, let's start creating policies and let's be afraid of this and it's going to take over the world. Oh, yeah, but, so, but also right? what, what you're seeing is, is, you know, I was talking to someone, they said, well, who's better placed to do all of the policing of AI than associations? It's like, okay, that's a role, that's a role, but it would be nice to be the owner of it as well. The problem with it is, is we 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 can't think like that because we're stuck in this three parallel machines, the membership machine, the conference machine, and yeah. the publishing machine. And we, and, and we don't understand that inside, inside those, those, if we, if we broke, first of all, if you break down, I'll, I'll give something away here. Okay, guys, write this down, get your recording going, because this is something that, uh, that that we use in, 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 in Asphalt Claria with our clients, and you're going to get for free because everybody shares in the, in the association industry. <laughs> so here it is. Um, stop thinking about uh, your association as three parallel machines that never talk. And if they do, it's like, you know, taking a bucket from one and pouring it into the other. Um, think of think of your association as an entire set of processes. And think of it as one great big sausage machine. It has inputs, which include the door that the staff go through, um, your the connection to your members, um, the, the mail, the email, servers, any input. Um, where do you get your, you know, conferences, they're an input because you, you gather materials there. Now, what happens to the next? Okay. Let's chart them as they go through the organization. This is something that I was able to do from my background in doing this system for, as I mentioned earlier. Um, so look at it as, as an entire set of, you have inputs and outputs. And you can say, what happens between the inputs and the outputs? You can say, oh, well, I can break that down into five more inputs and outputs along the way into sub-steps. And I can say, oh, if I look at an entire process end-to-end, -end, and just to add in capacity and, and, and ability to sell, and then you've got all of the, all the pieces you need. You've got inputs, outputs, translations, or tra uh, translations, uh, transformations. Um, uh, uh, capacity and 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 and, out, and sales. You've got you've got all of the things you need now. If you if you put that all together and you're able to look and break down every micro transformation you can make, that's a competency. Now you can look at it and say, oh, look at that. We've got we've got we've got twenty five thousand. We've got an asset which is twenty five thousand links to 
industry and academia. Okay, terrific. What are we going to do with those? Well, why don't we turn them into inputs, right? Instead of talking to the members, let the members talk to us. And, and, and then we'll take that data and we'll use IT to capture it. And then we'll use um, we'll use someone in finance who's going to do some analysis of it. And then we'll 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 get someone in marketing, you know, sorry, at the front end. They're going to ask the questions that's going to get the data. And then and then we're going to find someone in publications who's going to be able to publish the answer. Okay. None of that is within the normal. The, no, 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 all of that wouldn't fit into any one of the original silos of, of membership conferences and publications, but suddenly you've got something you can do that industry can't do. They don't have 25,000 people. They don't have that. They might try and build it, but, but you've got 25,000 members. So this is what I mean by knowing yourself deeply inside. And, and, and then once we, once we know what we are deeply inside, um, we can start to say, you know, what can we use these little pieces if we replumb ourselves? Take, you know, A1 and connect it to C3 and 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 use an input as an output and an output as an input. And, uh, and suddenly, suddenly you've got a completely different machine. But that's only if you consider your, your whole organization as a single entity, as a single process, as a single machine that has micro transformations going on all the time. And that's how... When I say knowing yourself, that's how you can start to think, okay, now I know what that is. What can I use AI along with what I can do to do something else? And I'll give you another clue. So we think in terms, I'm going to tell you, AI is a translator, right? We think in terms of translation. So what are you going to do? Okay, well, that means that I can now sell my same publication in 147 countries because I can translate them all, boom, boom, AI. Very, very clever. Uh, that, that's first of all, you can't sell the same thing all over the world because they have different needs. But why didn't you think about it? I told you, turn the inputs to the outputs. Suddenly, you've got a connection in China that wants access for their materials in the US market, and you can translate it and you own that market. Associations don't think that way because they can't turn it around, they can't plumb it, they can't replumb. And that's that's what I want to see the associations think like. That that's great. That's great advice, Maddie. That was uh, this was such a great conversation, and I th I'm sure that our listeners have gotten a lot out of out of all of your insights today. So I really appreciate it. If somebody wants to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Okay, so I um, my name's Maddie Rubenstein. Of course, incredibly difficult to spell Rubenstein. So <laughs> if you put in on LinkedIn, you put in hashtag strategy Maddie. M-A-T-T-Y, Strategy Maddie, you will get all of my posts because that is hidden inside every one of my posts. And from that, you'll be able to get to me. That's fantastic. We'll also put it in, in the notes on the podcast. Um, and so I really, really appreciate all of your time today. Um, it was great. And I look forward to talking with you again soon. Thank you, Sherry. It's been a pleasure being here. Good luck. And I'll see you again soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode and discovered tips and information that will add value to your leadership style and your association. .org Source specializes in positioning teams for success with solutions for technology, strategy, and marketing. Please contact us at info at orgsource.com or visit www.orgsource.com 
to find out how to keep your organization on track to Association 4.0.